This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. It is in no way medical advice. For 24-7 free and confidential support, referral, and treatment options and guidance, please call the National Suicide and Crisis Prevention Hotline at 988. If this is an emergency and you are in an immediate danger to yourself or others, please push pause on this episode and immediately call 911. Hi, I'm Danielle Todd, and you're listening to None of Us Are Normal. Hello, everyone. Today is a big day for me, actually. I am recording this on the day that I released my latest single uh, to radio and digitals across the world. Very exciting. It's called Over You if you want to take a listen to it. Um, The song is all about getting to a point in a relationship after a breakup when you are the dumpy of the relationship, not the dumper. And you get to the point where everyone is over this breakup but you. Your friends are over it. Your family's over it. And then all of a sudden, a switch just kind of flips and you're over it too. So with that being said, today I really wanted to focus on going through a breakup. I have been through, I would say, two major breakups in my life. Um, The first one was when I was very quite young. I was in high school and um, I was the dumpy in that relationship and it was very heartbreaking. I was really, really sad for a really long time. And then the other one that I went through was actually shortly after I moved to Nashville. Um, It was a short relationship that I was in, but it impacted me a lot. So I kind of wanted to focus on that breakup. And I just wanted to say that this episode is specifically for anybody who may be in that position right now when they're going through a breakup, they are a dumpy, um, or even if you are the dumper and you're having a hard time and you walked away from something that you maybe really love or that you're really going to miss, this episode is for you. And I first off want to say that I am truly, truly sorry that you're going through it because it is not easy. Nothing about grieving a relationship is easy. It's very hard sometimes to find happiness when you're in that position. And it's hard to kind of focus on the good things when your heart is physically hurting. Uh, They call it heartbreak for a reason. You can feel that heartbreak. You can feel that weight on your shoulder shoulders. You can feel it in your stomach, you know, and I just want to talk about the ways that I got through it. Um, These are not scientific ways. These were just ways, things that I did that maybe might resonate with you. Maybe you might hear it and think, I can try that today and that might make you feel better. So that's what I'm going to focus on today. Here we go. I guess let's just jump into it. So I was in a relationship in Nashville for a short amount of time. Um, I'm not going to go into too many details about it, but it was an unhealthy relationship, I would say. And I got really caught up in it and I feel like I lost myself. So when you lose yourself in a relationship or when I lost myself and then that person leaves, you just 
don't know who you are anymore and you can't find yourself and you're, you know, struggling to figure out what your purpose is and and who you are and what matters to you in life and all those things. And, and why, why did this happen? You know, that's, there's a lot of questions. Why? So there were a few things that I did. And first of all, one of the hardest things that I had to do was admit that I needed help. Um, and that can mean different things for different people. What I needed help with was I just really needed to talk through with someone. I leaned heavily on two friends that I really, really, really trusted. Um, and I really kind of put a lot of the weight on my shoulders onto their shoulders and bless their hearts. They took it. They took it and they helped me through it. And I was there with them and they were there with me through it. Um, and that was the first thing that I really had to do is admit, okay, like I am having too hard of a time to really start to better myself and be in this happy space. Um, I allowed myself to feel sad. Um, maybe even a little bit too much for too long. But I also decided that I wanted counseling to talk through it because you can only lean on your friends so much, right? You can only talk to your friends over and over and over about the same thing and, you know, have it not take a toll on them, you know? And so I wanted to talk to someone professionally and I did that. I probably didn't do it as much as, as much as I should have. Um, but I did enjoy talking to somebody who was very outside the situation and had an outside view of it and wasn't biased, you know? So one of the first things also that I accepted is that I had to acknowledge that the relationship that I was in was not the relationship that I wanted to be in. I wanted it so badly to work and I wanted it so badly to be this amazing relationship. And I wanted so badly to help the person that I was in a relationship. I wanted to fix them and make them better and make them happy and have us be this happy couple that like made it through all the tough times. It does not have to be that way. And I realize now being in such a beautiful relationship that it is easy. Being in love and being in a relationship should be easy. There are tough times and there's hard times and there's things that you have to work through. But for the majority of the time, you have this trust that is always there. And I hope for you, if you're listening to this, and I hope that you going through this hard time have this feeling deep down that you're going to get through it and you're going to find something that is better and easy. And the weight that's on your shoulder will be lifted by that person and you will feel like yourself again. So just remember that. And I'm going to be honest when I say that when people told me that, it, I was like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I want to be sad. I want to stay sad. And that's normal too. Um, at least it was for me. Again, I'm just going to say these are things that I did, things that made me happy. Um, so first off, acknowledging that I needed help, acknowledging that the relationship was not some Disney relationship that I wanted it to be. Those were two big things. 
Secondly, uh, I guess actually, I guess actually thirdly, <laughs> I stopped drinking. Um, it wasn't really a a decision. I guess I just kind of realized that after a night of drinking, I would wake up and feel worse. Um, not only physically, but like mentally, I would feel sad. I would feel down. I would feel depressed. I would feel tired, um, very negative, very anxious. And so I just kind of thought like I would be at the bar and somebody would buy me a drink and I would say, thanks. And I would look at it and I would feel like I didn't want to drink it. And so that was just something for me that not that I was even a huge drinker before, but I really realized that when I did drink at this particular point in my life, it was not feeling good for me. So I stopped drinking. Um, that might be harder for some people. Um, I encourage you to maybe try if you are having, if you're leaning heavily into alcohol, um, try not to <laughs> and see how it feels. Um, it might feel awful, but for me, it felt a lot better to not drink during it. Um, then I found anything and everything that brought even the tiniest bit of happiness in my life. And I did that. I chased happiness wherever I went. So of course, I felt this like <laughs> eternal doom and sadness all the time. But I would wake up in the morning and I knew in my brain, there's studies out there that you guys can look up. I knew that working out is good for you. And I did not want to do it. I did not want to work out. I did not want to sweat. I had no energy. I was tired. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well, all those things. But I knew that ultimately it was going to be good for me if I went to the gym. I would get these happy endorphins and I would be excited and it would be great. So I made a plan to go to the gym every day. Some days I didn't make it. But I rewarded myself when I went there. This was my deal. Some people are going to come at me and that's fine. But I went to a gym that had a tanning bed. I never go to tanning beds. I had never been to one before this breakup. Um, and I do not go now. It's not healthy really. But it was – I needed sunshine and I needed vitamin D and I needed to feel warmth and feel cozy. And so I would go to the gym and I would promise myself, if you go to the gym, you can have, I think it was like three minutes or five minutes in the tanning booth. And that was just like something that made me go, um, I don't do it anymore. And I know that it's not healthy for you. But at the time, that was something that I needed. So I did it. Another thing that I did is after I left there, I went straight across the street and I got myself a smoothie and I put all of the things in it that could bring me any sort of energy um, or calm, depending on what time of day it was. I would put ginseng in it um, to give me an extra pep in my step, um, those sorts of things. And, and just anything that gave me extra vitamins because I was so lacking from what I was eating that I wanted to make everything that I put into my body really, really healthy. Because at the time, it wasn't a lot. I wasn't eating a lot. I was the skinniest I had ever been. And 
so I was really going back to the basics and finding health in in a different way, I guess. I spent a lot of time in nature. I found a couple trails and hikes that uh, that I really liked around Nashville. One of them was Radnor Lake. There's so much nature there. There's so many animals, live like life there. And I felt very alive there. There's water. The water made me feel calm when I was walking along. It was quiet. It quieted my mind. And I still, to this day, I it is my goal in life to spend a thousand hours outside every year because I mean, scientifically, just being out in the sunshine and getting the sun on your skin, it's so good for you. And walking is so good for you and exercise is so good for you. So I really, at that time, leaned heavily into nature and heavily into quiet places that I could go and maybe have a cry when I'm walking. Maybe maybe I would walk and listen to a podcast and laugh, you know, like whatever it was. I just... I started to be by myself in a way that made me happy. I guess when you break up with someone or when somebody breaks up with you, you lose a part of yourself that you don't know how to find again. And you have to build yourself up. And that's what I was doing, I guess, at the time. And I was trying to find what really mattered to me. Um. Another thing that I did is, and people will be probably surprised by this one, but I stopped writing and I stopped listening to music. And for those of you who are my music fans and know me through that, you would think like, holy, whoa, like what does she mean? She stopped listening to music. And I did. Um, Music was hard for me to hear. I was... I related too much to some songs and then I related zero to any of the happy songs. And I just felt like there wasn't a place where I could listen to a song and feel happy, which is very sad to me now, but I stopped. I put, I put breaks on it. I paused. I didn't lean into writing. I thought that I would have, I thought that I would have like journaled and, you know, wrote down all the things. And I wish that I had at the like now because I wish I could go back there and read how far I've come but I it wasn't for me. I stopped writing, I stopped doing music. I didn't want to put this pressure on myself to write some number one hit because I was going through something so drastic. Um so for me I yeah, I shied away from that a lot, which I think would surprise a lot of people. And then lastly, I decided who I wanted to be and what I wanted to be in my future. This one took a lot of like soul searching and a lot of thinking about what the next six months looks like, what the next year looks like, what the next five year lo- five years look like. What does my career look like? What does my body look like? What does my soul look like? Who am I as a person? What matters to me? All those things. I asked myself those questions all the time. And sometimes I didn't like the answers. Um, I had to learn to love myself. And in doing that, I think I kind of realized that 
I didn't really like who I was in that relationship. I turned into this person that I didn't want to be because it wasn't the right place for me to be. And that was hard to acknowledge that. It was hard to accept that. When I looked at my future, there were a few things that I wanted. I wanted to be financially stable. I did not want to have to depend on anybody else. Um, And really, I never in my life had to depend on other people financially. But still, that was a really important thing to me. Like, I wanted to focus on my career, finding different streams of revenue to support myself. Um, I looked way into my future and thought, you know, I live so far away from my parents. If something were to happen to them, I want to be financially stable enough that I can go home and support them and I can take care of them because they've always taken care of me. And so that was and still is a huge goal in my life is a way to make enough income that I can be free. And that was one of the things that kind of got me through my breakup is I decided, okay, I wanted to focus on ways to make money. Secondly, I wanted to gain strength physically. I was so weak at this point like a weak mind and a weak soul and a weak heart and a weak body. I was so skinny. I wasn't eating and I wasn't sleeping. Like I've said it probably a trillion times in this uh, video or this podcast. Um, But I really wanted to focus on gaining strength. I wanted to be a stronger person and I wanted to physically just be exhausted so I could sleep at night. And so that was one thing that I focused on was going to the gym and building strength. I wanted to slow my life down. I figured out that I was working way too freaking much. And I've said it before to a lot of my fans, but when I first moved to Nashville, I was working like eight, 12 hours every day with no breaks, no time to eat. I was going to bed at five in the morning after a late shift and waking up at eight o'clock to go to an early shift. I was just saying yes to everything. And I really wanted to slow down my life. It was so chaotic. I was doing wandering Wednesdays every week. I was booking so much stuff and, and I was losing my voice. My voice is for me, my career, but really the most important thing to me ever is my voice. And not only am I a singer, I'm now a podcast host, so I'm talking all the time. But at that point, I was losing my voice. So that brings me to my next thing. I needed to find some mentors. Um, And the way that I did that is I started with my voice. I went and got vocal lessons. Um, I also started to follow people who I thought were really cool with finances. They taught me about finances. Um, and I followed people who work out and I subscribed to a $5 subscription for a person who works out online. Her name is Shailene Johnson. She is super cool and funny, um, but she is used to do P90X. And so I subscribed to her. And even though they weren't – like I wasn't t- – taking specific mentoring lessons from those people, I started to fill my life with what I wanted it to be. And if you are in this place where you don't know what you want 
to do with your life, I highly suggest to sit down and think about your future and think about what you want in life and then fill your life with that. Hide people on Facebook that don't make you happy or on Instagram or on TikTok and follow people that do. Like if you have somebody that you want to be, follow that person Fill your life with that. I started to join Facebook groups of hiking and outdoor groups and food groups and healthy eating, vegan groups, all those things because I wanted to go on my feed every day and see things that I liked and that inspired me. Like, oh, here's a new sandwich that I should try today. Whereas the day before, like I didn't even want to eat. And so I started to follow those people and get mentors in a way that made me who I am, I guess, today, really, as I started to learn. I started to learn, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. Learning about things that mattered to me. I also decided to put myself before anybody else. And that was a tough one. I had to say no to a lot of people. I had to let people down. I let my band down probably a little bit um, because sometimes I would call out a few minutes before the gig and say, I'm sorry, I haven't eaten today. I didn't sleep last night and I am really just not able to put on a happy face in front of everyone. And so I think that I probably let a few people down, but also when I did that, I feel like my life shifted a lot. When you start to put yourself first and you start to realize what matters in your life, then all of your friends that really matter to you and all of your family that really matters, that really matters to you, that is what you are surrounded by. And ultimately, as you get older, your circle gets smaller, at least mine did. And that circle, that tight-knit circle that I have now is like life and death for me, man, I appreciate my family and my friends more than they know. And I know that they appreciate me too. And so I really focused on putting myself high above everything else. And the people that loved me were proud of me for doing that. So just remember that when you think, oh, I have to say yes to this. I have to do this. You don't have to do anything. You were not put on this earth to make somebody else happy. You were put on this earth to live a happy, full, enriched life. So make sure that you focus on yourself and bring yourself some happiness. I think those are all of the things that I really tried to do to help myself through one of the hardest parts that I've ever been through. Um, I'm sure I will come up with a bunch of ideas after this podcast is over. But if you are going through this, do not hesitate to reach out and get help and find the things that make you happy. Chase your happiness. Now it's time for your pick-me-up of the day, a quick piece of advice to help you through hard times. Today for my pick-me-up of the day, I wasn't really planning on doing one because I feel like this whole video was telling you things that made me happy. But one thing that I did is I follow MadFit on YouTube or Instagram or wherever. And she is an amazing chick from 
Canada, actually. And during COVID, she just started to put workout videos online and she blew up and she is phenomenal. You can get a subscription to her. But one of the things that I love doing um, when I don't want to work out or when I'm just kind of feeling down She has these amazing dance party videos where you can follow along. It's basically aerobics, but I love the videos and she is so fun and her music is so fun. And so you get your heart rate up and you do a little dance and you listen to some awesome music and then you go about your day. And that's my pick me up of the day. Try and find a dance party that you can be a part of. And I suggest Matt Fit. Thank you for listening to None of Us Are Normal. Being a human is hard, and I hope hearing from other humans on my show helps you in your own experience. For additional resources or to learn more about today's guest, please visit danieltodmusic.com. So make it worth every joy, worth every pain. Look for the sun even when it rains and hey, we're all trying it.